The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I don't know why I decided to scat the title. Maybe a little. say about the young. I'm Justin McRoy, your oldest brother. I'm Travis McRoy, your middlest brother. I'm your babyest baby brother, Griffin. You know that he's actually saying words in in rusted roots. Simi on my way. He's saying words. I know the word. I know the word. It's not. I, I think scat on purpose. I, I used to think is nobody safe, nobody on. It's not that. That is 100% it. Guys, I guess I'm less it's, I'm less of the baby now, aren't I? Less of a baby. You're finally a man. Finally a man. Took me <laughs> took me a few extra years. I'm talking well, that most the, the McElroy tradition is at, is at 27. Uh-huh. Not 18. 27. Griffin, does tw- how does 27 feel to you? How does it feel? I mean, here's the thing. Rachel got me a box of Tiff's treats for my for my birthday, a local warm cookie delivery company, and I ate like three quarters of the box just like as soon as I received it. So I don't know that necessarily I'm more of an adult. Just that doesn't. It's not an adult way to consume cookies. My age is actually defined by the fact that if I did that, I would die. Yeah. Well. How did shit. your rum tum tummy feel afterwards? Run tum shitty. <laughs> did not enjoy. It. Yeah, I, I, you did not enjoy. Would not that. recommend. No. Savor that right now though, because it didn't kill no, you. No, I know. It I sounds think. like I got it in under the fucking wire. Because yeah. I guess in like what six years, then like one of my feet will fall off if I try that. Yeah, that stunt. It's such a big day. Griffin had his birthday on the seventeenth. By the way, PO Box fifty four. Honey twins. If you want to send Justin presents for my birthday that I will never presents. receive. I'll make sure he gets some oink. Uh, that's no problem. Uh, it's Griffin's 27th birthday. It's 420. It's Easter. He has risen. And there's going to be a new episode of Game of Thrones. That's what yes. I'm most excited about. Travis was keen to point that out. I'm finally yeah. caught up after I think this show's been on for eight years, and I finally like watched it. This I mean, shit's really good, you guys. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, thanks, But this, it's like an underground success. I can't wait to read the novelization of the show. It's really bad. Yeah, it's it's boring, and everybody has here's here's something that surprised me. If you read the books, all the people in the show have names. I thought three of them did, but no, they've all got names, and none of them are like Dylan or like Ralphie. What's great like, now that I'm caught up, it's having conversations with people about the show, and this is no joke. The conversation I had with my friend Charlie, yeah, that one guy, Jory, no, the other one. Jorah? No, the other George, one. Mar- Marma. The onion guy? No, the other one. Stannis. No, I know Stannis. It's not Stannis. I, I don't know who you're talking about. I still, I've watched every episode of the show and I read the first two books, and still there are times when I think that one of the guys is another guy. The guy who, I tell you the problem with this show is the guy who is 
down with the lady who wears red all the time. Mm-hmm. He is the most generic dude in the world. He could be popping up like every every few scenes in like the background, and I you would not notice know. that. Full. They could swatch that swap that actor out daily. Wait, do you mean Stan? His name is basically what? Stan. Is also not helping. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a he looks like a fucking superintendent. But it's Stan's buddy. It's Stan's buddy, Graybeard dude, the Onion, who I simply cannot remember his name, except that he's the Onion Knight. Dr. Onion. Onion Mm. (laughs) boy, the silly knight. Silly knight, Onion boy. Like, there's not really anything funny about Game of Thrones. So let's talk about our listeners and their problems and try to help them, because that's what we do. Yeah, let's just not talk about Jesus. I thought we were going to skew into Jesus jokes for a while there, and I thought we really pulled it out. Good job, guys. Yeah, I say my one good he is risen joke for He is blazing. Four twenty. There's only one day worth coming back from the dead for all you care about is babes and grindage, Justin. Sick of it. And wheezing the juice. And wheezing and grindage. I've recently gotten back into the dating scene while in universe. Listen, this is an American show, and if you're going to write into it, it's college, which makes money for dates hard to come by. Is it in bad taste to use gift cards and coupons while on a date? <laughs> Regards, I don't want to miss this chance in Canada. Oh, man. <sighs> Oh man, it's it's in bad taste if you're using Applebee's gift cards on that date because oopsies. Especially if you're not at Applebee's. Oops, you went to Applebee's. Do you accept Applebee's gift cards? So this is a Red Robin. Do they? Have, I'm aware. Do they have the bees in Canada? It's just called uh, Let Applebee's. Let Applebee's. Oh great! Yeah, no. Why wouldn't it be called that for for sure? Uh, they, but they have to have both on the sign. So every Applebee's is huge because they have to. Have I thought things. every restaurant in Canada <laughs> needed to be named after like a very manly sounding man. <laughs> this is Paul Thwackum. <laughs> I'm not joking. I thought I thought every restaurant had to fall into like so even like, top of the line, like uh, like a Vancouver bistro. Had are to you be basing called, this like, off of anything other than Tim Hortons? And uh, uh, Stan Makita's Donuts, notwithstanding, because no, that was you can't. Both in Illinois and in Wayne's World, but close enough. I consider Illinois basically a, a Canada's Alaska. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Illinois is non-contiguous Canada. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it odd how the very behaviors that might make someone a desirable life partner, right? Like fr- are frugality antithetical to the actual wooing of right, said being, person. I don't, like, I don't know. I would be I would be pretty goddamn wooed if somebody was like, oh by the way, don't even worry about it. Groupon he slammed down Groupon. I'd be Here's all what you gotta about do. That. I think Groupon has more Okay, so let me Okay, Groupon I think is trendier. Yes. I think I think Groupon has an air of hipness to it. If you pull out like if you're at Captain D's and you pull out a You coupon, already fucked you up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, hold on, Justin. I, I'm gonna stop you there. I don't think the coupon's gonna have any impact Whether you're at, on this. If you're at the D's or the B's, you done fucked up before you even started. What if you say, Listen, fella, I'm taking you to Applebee's and I'm gonna use a gift card, but I'm going to use the differential on another date activity post-dinner. So 
I have a $25 Applebee's gift card. You and me, we're going to go to Applebee's and save some dope. But then I'm going to take that $25, and then I'm going to take you to Cold Stone for a little post-Applebee's roundup and mm-hmm. get you the German chocolate cake or maybe some of those ice cream cupcakes that they got there that you like so much. And we'll just, I'll pass, basically what I'm saying is, I'll pass the savings on to you. Can you just go right back through those revolving doors right back into Applebee's for a second dip? You save, like- you drop the card, you pay for the entire first Apple me- Applebee's dip, your first piece. And you pay for all that, like, I got this. And then you bounce out, step outside, maybe have a smoke, post-beast smoke um, in the Applebee's <laughs> smoking smoking plaza. And then you turn right back around and you go in and maybe you try a different one of their delicious $9 entrees. Um, I have I have been to Applebee's, because of my geographical location, I have been to Applebee's more times than I care to admit. And of the many thoughts that have crossed my mind after an Applebee's meal, most of them regretful in nature, I've never thought to myself, the one I thought I've never had is, man, I just want to be here another hour. Mm-hmm. I just want to soak this <laughs> that, in. That, that I didn't Jason that picture of that lacrosse team nearly long enough. <laughs> Those Jason Sudeikis commercials that he voices over at the end of each one is see you tomorrow. And that could be seen as sort of a veiled threat after you just finished. <laughs> if you left to the Applebee's and you go home and you do have diarrhea, and then you turn on one of those commercials and Sudeikis is like, hey, you are coming back here every day until you die. Like, I don't know Have you that. guys ever gotten carryout from an Applebee's? Yes. Uh, the, the method, I don't know if this is universal, but the method by which one gets carryout from Applebee's is the sketchiest like most tacit admission that their whole atmosphere is the wackest you have to you you tell them what car you're driving and you pull up to like a secret side door you flash your blinkers twice you flash your blinkers twice not no you don't have to flash your blinkers but it does help if you have your headlights on and they say oh there he is he's in the kia go take this out to him and you you exchange the money for services right in your car. It's the the dirtiest. I'm always tempted when they bring the food out to say like, quick, quick, get in, get in the passenger seat. I want to see you. Let's do this in the car. People are watching. You got Uh, the stuff. You got, hey. Hey. What's in the bag? You You got got them them onion onion dippers. You got got onion onion blasters. Straw slippers. Nice. (laughs) Slippers. I'll be back here tomorrow. I'll be here tomorrow because Jason Sudeikis told me to on TV. How about a real quick hand job? You accept you give cards. My date's in the back seat. Hey, what's up? I'm the date. <laughs> give my hand job. You didn't forget the onion sloss, did you? That's that's a hybrid slaw and sauce for onions. Onion sloss. Dip dip it in and suck it down. Okay. How about a Yahoo? We have not helped this person at all. <laughs> so in Just, closing, you're welcome. I find frugality incredibly um, erotically fascinating. You're 27. Yep. If I went on a date with someone and I pulled out, a, well, first of all, my wife would be very upset. But if I pulled out a gift <laughs> card and they judged me harshly for that, I'd be like, okay, this is done. This yeah, is it. That, that's how you're judging my quality as a person is whether I, I like use a I, gift card or not. I actually think if I went on a date with somebody who was like disciplined enough to like 
have a gift card, remember they had the gift card, go to the place to use the gift card, and then actually present the gift card, like I would think, oh, thank God it's an adult. Thank God I have yeah, right? adults take care of me. Because the other side of that coin is basically if they judge you for it, what they're saying is like, oh, you couldn't just pay real money for that? Like, what? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's this- as good as money. It's just you turn it into onion slaw. <laughs> right. I would be, same as money. I would be kind of bummed out because then I would know that that person has a grandpa that's maybe not so like, <laughs> like oh yeah, bad getting game, to, getting to know like what that person's it. Oh, like oh, you have a pretty strained and distant relationship with your grandpa. That's too bad. Like we probably would have waited until date four or five to bring that up. But that Telltale B's gift card has um, has outed the secret, I guess. Yahoo me, Griffin. I'll give you a tight Yahoo. This one's sent in by Cruz Flores. Thank you, Cruz. It's by Yahoo Answers user Death Star who asks, I want my cat to develop abs like Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can I do it? So he wants a warrior cat, basically. I don't think the warrior cats have sweet, sexy, rippling abs. Ah, they question. probably do somewhere. This person... Clearly seems unaware that the Ninja Turtles also do not have abs. I guess it was their their, shell. That's their shell, dumbass. Well, maybe. Jeez, read a book. Maybe they watched the trailer for the the um. What's that? Fuck. What's that dude's name? The one who makes all the movies. Michael Cheddar Bay. Steven Spielberg. Michael Bay. Um, and he made that trailer, and you can tell like they look pretty busted right they look like they might they don't look good they look pretty um they look all ripped up and i think you can just sort of intuit that they have they're fucking blasting some some green ass chippendale shit in i thought that those ninja turtles they look like a like a six-year-old's drawing of ninja turtles from like having watched like one episode that is what the the ones in the microphone. But like creepily, like, like all ripped and busted. Like they look like Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles that have been like smoking two packs a day um, <laughs> since they were born. They, they look a little bit torn up. Um, like since their heyday, they've just been sort of. It looks like underground. <laughs> you think they would have lived since 1988? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, Here's the other thing about us. You don't know. We're immortal, and we can never die, and we have to live in shells in the sewer. Pass me but my we do clearly age. <laughs> yeah, the Ninja Turtles They're beginning came, to look a lot more like Ninja Tortoises. Ninja Turtles came, and they saved me from, from uh, Shredder, and it was awesome, and they smelled like a million grandmas. <laughs> they stank like shit. They gave was me some chocolates sh- out of their purse, and it tasted like Virginia like Slims. Did it? Did I mean? Did they smell bad because they live in a sewer? No, they they <laughs> smelled like an old old man that was like real ripped up and torn up and just like real haggard. They gave me an Applebee's gift card. They gave me an Applebee's <laughs> gift card because they just couldn't be fucking bothered to get to know me. does go through your head when you're like, you know what? I bet he would like Applebee's. But I don't know what he likes there. I can't just go get him the thing he wants if he doesn't want it right don't now. Don't you remember that oh, one no. time when Billy told me all he wanted for Christmas was a couple Brutuses? You remember. A couple shot glasses full of sugary goo. Okay. Onion sloths. Okay, so listen. I want my cat to develop house like Ninja Turtles. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibilities because cats got tummies and you can probably tighten that shit up. 
You could probably get that that tummy a little bit tighter, kitty kitty. Cat crunches. What if you pick them up underneath their front legs and then, because like, as they're trying to get away, that seems like that would be good for the core. Doesn't it? Like you pick them up by their front. You pick them up like underneath their armpits, basically. And you hold them aloft, like sort of uh-huh. like a... Teach the, them to in walk. The, in the Lion King pose, right? And okay. then they're flailing to try to get away from your grip. And while they're doing it, they're blasting their core. They're just getting super, super ripped. If I if I kiss my kitty's tummy over and over again, uh-huh. tickle and tickle my nose with soft tummy hairs, is that going to give them a stronger core? It might, because they would get the giggles. <laughs> and are you giggling? Laughter is the best medicine or ab workout. Laughter is the best ab workout. I'll tickle. This. You could also put that thing on their tummy that electroshocks it. Oh, tight. Yeah, no, that would be good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> In one of those, like, you could put them in one of those jiggly belts that you uh-huh. see in, like, 50s fitness things. Oh, can I tell you how awesome it would be to walk into a room and see a cat just standing up in one of those things, like, drinking a Bloody Mary and smoking a cigarette and, like, getting fit. Mm-hmm. Cooking in, like, old-time microwave meal that, like, has, like, the foil and shit on it. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, I don't think there were microwave meals with foil on them at any point in recorded history. <laughs> That seems like no. I mean, it took him a while. To, it took him a while to figure that shit out. This food has eyeballs on it. What are we doing wrong? We fucked up. <laughs> we don't understand microwaves. I don't get it. You know that we couldn't use microwaves for the first thirty years after they were invented because we kept trying to put foil in there. Mm-hmm. The um, more you know, Justin. I I don't think I can go on with the rest of the show just because I since this idea was first proposed, all I can think about is your chunky dumpster of a cat. Uh, with one of those shake, <laughs> with one of those shake belts on it, and just like imagining how that would how that would go. First off, Claudia Jean is slimming down. How much? She's, What's she down she's, to? She's down to eighteen pounds. That's from twenty. So she's like on the road to recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's trying to get fit. She hates every second of it, and she still won't exercise, even though I asked her to. And I got her that Billy Blanks tape she asked for, and she doesn't ever put it in. Ever. Bob Harper. The closet is just full of different articles, those stretchy like robes and like the yeah. perfect push up. All of it. The ab roller, none of it. She won't touch it. She asked for them. And then once I, they show up, like, oh, I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll definitely, definitely try that. Oh, yeah. She won't. Good, su- good suggestion. Let me see that. Yeah, I'll read this during lunch. Did you just want me to pee on this, or <laughs> no? I would like you to use it and blast your core, please. Um, if your cat was on The Biggest Loser, which which um, trainer do you think she'd want to be teamed up with? Jarlington. Jarlington. Cla- yeah, Claude Jarlington. Claude Jarlington. He has uh, he has two of them. Yeah, he <laughs> he exercised so hard that he divided via mitosis. And if you hurt one, the other feels it's pain, like those brothers in G.I. Joe. Exactly that, 100%. You got it 100% right. Thanks. I mean, like, yes, my cat's overweight. Like, I didn't know what I was, I don't know how it happened. You feed her turkey out of the fridge. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and also, she loves it. One of my hobbies is traditional archery. I enjoy archery because it's a calm, methodical, physical skill that gets me outside. However, I also have a geeky interest in history and fantasy. For a long time, I've been looking at clothes that would pass for a peasant longbowman. Uh, but I think I can get an ensemble 
that I will enjoy for around $80. But the thought of spending this much pains me. We have a medieval nope. outfit. Nope. While having a medieval outfit would be cool, I do not think I would be brave enough to wear it in public. Not public in general, but well, no. Ren fairs or Halloween parties sans deadly weapon. Uh, even if I could work up the courage to dress up outside the house, it bothers me that I would spend money on something I would only wear a few times a year. Brothers, should I indulge in my geek side or just uh, let a fun dream be a fun dream? That's from Merry Man in Minnesota. Holy shit. <laughs> this is the best question. It's really we've ever good gotten. because we've all struggled with this at some point. We've in all our lives. been here in some variation. Uh, I have a few questions. First off, You've said you'd only wear it to places like Ren Fairs or Halloween parties, but you'd wear it without the deadly weapon. So from what I can tell, there is no context in which the bow and the garb, the tunic, would be worn simultaneously. So I don't see the connection to your archery, right, first off. Have you guys ever seen Arrow? Hell yes. Please, please, can we not talk about Arrow? Okay. It's just once you get Justin fucking going on Arrow, good you luck. You want to talk about Arrow? Oh, no, 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 not again. I can't fall can into this Can this guy get a Kickstarter going? <laughs> I would kickstart your tunic. I would kickstart all $80 of it. Absolutely. America's next have- top Arrowman. Let me say this, Merry Man, you better have some compelling reward tiers because I think you are going to be passing those uh, the early uh, boundaries. One, I assume $80 to buy the tunic, $10,000 for your medical bills after somebody beats your ass for wearing it. <laughs> And then once you get past like $10,080, I want to know what else you've got cooking up. I don't think in any of these situations that this person is talking about wearing this peasant longbowman garb is one that is going to get their ass. Here, here is my thing. I've been thinking about this probably a lot more than is natural or healthy. But do you think that like when you roll up to a run fair, there's got to be like a hierarchy of like the dudes who have spent like you know, eight thousand, ten thousand dollars on their like full suits of armor, and then they they see somebody roll up in just like a puffy shirt and like leather pants, and they're like, oh, <laughs> check fuck, out this bugger. Fuck spending eight thousand, ten thousand dollars on a full suit of armor. How about the people who have spent thirty or forty years becoming a goddamn blacksmithing artisan, like going out and you know farming tin ore in the Hillsbrad foothills, and then coming home to smelt that shit. And then making armor for themselves specifically that they can only wear in this one fucking scenario. I think that so they like, are probably at the top of the caste system. So you have to imagine that, like, there is the possibility that you would roll up to the Ren Fair and suddenly a swarm of ne'er do wells would descend upon you and beat your ass. I think that's possible. Um, that's why you got to have that bow. You gotta be armed. Yeah, that's the number definitely. one thing. I don't think you can wear a tunic without the bow to back it up, I guess is what I'm saying to you. That's because beautiful. That, I also don't understand the compulsion to dress like a peasant longbowman. We're all playing pretend. Listen, <laughs> most days, 
Most days, I wear cargo shorts and a t-shirt, and if that's not modern-day peasant garb, I don't know what is. So I don't know why at a rim fair, right. I wouldn't want to dress up like a fancy It's gentleman. like going to San Diego Comic-Con and cosplaying as Jimmy Olsen. Like, get, get <laughs> exactly. fucked together. I'm I'm Fitzpatrick Fitzwallace, the guy Superman rescues. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Spider-Man's landlord. My name's Hank. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Landlordman. I got the powers of I fixed that faucet for you. No problem. Let me know if you got and any And I don't ask issues. any questions. <laughs> I'm real dumb. <laughs> I do know his dark secret, though. He takes really bad shits. <laughs> Clogs that motherfucker up. Spent a lot of time on Spidey's clogs. Here's the one thing about me. I'm really good at getting blood out of stuff. <laughs> Bleeds all over everything, that kid. No problem. No I got that deal. for him. Um, I fixed that squeaky window too, Pete. <laughs> the one can you I, used to get in and out of your apartment. Can I make a suggestion? Um, if you want a garb to go along with your archery, can I suggest instead of a peasant longbow garb, you instead cosplay as Gina Davis? I love this. And just you, like real life Gina Davis, not like character Gina Davis, real life Gina no. Davis. Uh, real life Gina Davis, who's a master who's archer. Who's a goddamn yeah, and incredible, incredible badass. Um, Can I get a fathead for my baby daughter's wall of Gina Davis? Of Gina goddamn like Davis. Like mid-archery? That would be amazing. Me, this is who I want you to aspire to. The star of Cutthroat Island and master archer Gina Davis. Let me, um... Also check out Speechless. Not bad. <laughs> Pretty okay. Let me check the warehouse. Let me check in the back in the stock room. Uh, we only have a fat head of Gina Davis from Earth Girls Are Easy. So <laughs> I knew it. It's always that. They it's listen. The they produced. Listen. After that movie came out, well, before it came out, they produced. I don't want to give away their trade secrets, but four and a half million fat heads of <laughs> Gina Davis from Earth Girls Are Easy because they thought that that was going to take the world by storm. That those classic characters, um, right. as portrayed by Jim Carrey. Ooh, I can do this. <laughs> Come on, Jeff Daniels. Incorrect. No, no you messed it. You you switched your Jeffs. Jeff Goldblum. Correct. Yes. And Ah Wayans. Ah, but which Wayans, sir? Ah, the oldest question. Damon Wayans Senior. Damn it. Is who you're looking for? So we're all agreed that you need to buy yourself an outfit, right? Yeah, buy it for eighty dollars, and you know, wear it where you feel comfortable. It'll feel tight to have it. I bet. If you mm -hmm. want it, here's my thing. If you want it, fucking buy it. It's not gonna. If it's not gonna hurt you, fucking buy the thing. We need to rebuild this economy, too sweet. Right. Yes. There are leather workers that are desperate for a client, and you can provide them uh, a, an admittedly, apparently meager amount of work. I'm saying eighty dollars is that's nothing. Ooh, ooh. What I about this? Teach yourself a skill. Fucking sew that outfit yourself. Oh, that's good. Get that. Go to Joanne Fabrics. Get the tunic pattern and yes. some lovely prints and just make it for yourself. I love that. Fucking earn it. And then if anyone tries to give you shit about it, be like, oh yeah, I made it. Don't think of it as $80 you're only spending to dress up uh, once in a great while. Think of it as an investment in post-apocalypse protection. Mm -hmm. Because after the revolution comes and the grid is shut down, the man who spent all his time making armor 
and learning archery are going to be the only ones worth to, a damn. To get shot to death by the guy who bought a hundred guns. No, guns won't work either. <laughs> I have a hundred guns. What do you have? I can make a doublet. Well, okay. Cool, cool. I will trade you a gun for a doublet. Done. No, that's I, called, yeah, that's called free sh- market. <laughs> and then you shoot that man to death and take all his guns. Tailoring wins the day. <laughs> I want to go to the money zone. You're, you're listening to a podcast. I know you like podcasts. Don't try to trip. I want you to subscribe to the Optimism Club podcast. That's on iTunes and Stitcher. That's uh, with Steve Ball and Andy Ditchell. They sit down and talk about what's new Possibly and exciting in the world. Dictal? Digital? Uh, D- Andy Digital, <laughs> your digital co-host. They talk about what's exciting in the world Think of pop like culture. like Max Headroom. <laughs> yes, Steve. Great joke. Bitch, can I do my ad, please? Thank you. Jesus Christ. It's not like this. I bet they let each other finish fucking sentences as they discuss everything from movies and TV, comic books, anything you possibly nerd out about without fail. They also spin off on borderline insane tangents, like how every movie would be improved by introducing hyper-intelligent apes. I I do agree on that front. And uh, It's on iTunes. It's on Stitcher. Or you can like their Facebook page. It's called the Optimism Club. Catch it. I want to talk to you guys about a very personal thing close to my heart that I just learned about. Um, it's a. I demand actually that you donate to the Doodle Game Kickstarter. You can go to doodlegame.com/slash/mybrother for more info and my Bim Bam fan doodles. Now I should point out. All of these times I've said doodle, I should have spelled it because it's actually D U with an umlaut, D-L-E. If you're just entering the URL, I don't think you have to hit the umlaut button. Just D-U-D-L-E game.com will get you there. Oh my God, these are amazing. <clears throat> um, doodle, uh, pronounced doodle. They pronounce it, They provide a pronunciation guide. I was about to call it doodle. Uh, it's a party game of illustrating randomly generated phrases. How do you play? Each player draws five cards, one adjective, two nouns, one verb, and one adverb, and then tries to illustrate that phrase. Can the other players guess your phrase based on your drawing? If you like Mabim Bam, laughing, and playing creative tabletop games with your friends, then donate to the Doodle Game Kickstarter. Uh, and like I said before, you can check out some Mabim Bam specific content at doodlegame.com slash mybrother, which I'm going to look at right now. Yeah, uh, yes, some... holy should. shit, these are incredible. There's uh, tiny Amelie Pokemon singing sexily. Okay, there's, there's m- uh, Middleist Ghost Horse shoplifting poorly. Cosmic Bear God devouring furiously. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Dirty Court Warrior Pokemon Juggalo sad living quietly. Oh man. Baby Orb Yahoo answering expertly. Worried Groundhog Detective swiping dramatically. Uh, <clears throat> listen. Go to this dirty corn game. Dirty corn corn cob boy hiding Edward Snowden happily. Oh, there's some good stuff. Doodle game. That's D U D L E game dot com forward slash my brother dot HTML. Oh, that's great. I want to play that. Oh, God, that's really funny. Go go look at that and 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 kickstart their game. God, I'm starving. I didn't eat before the show and I'm starving. Do you want to like take a break? 
No, I can't take a break. I'm too busy. Do you want to eat these fatty corn chips and sloppy, slimy, fatty, greasy Doritos? I'm trying to lose weight, Griffin. Please help me. And I bet they've got GMOs. They are stuffed with GMOs, but I heard online from a friend that I met online that GMOs are good for you because they help your bones get stronger. Incorrect. The only thing that's good for you in the world that you can trust is NatureBox. At naturebox.com, they've got delicious, nutritious, superstitious snacks that they send right to your door, and they're great for you. And they're delicious. They got BBQ kettle kernels, all oh, everything bagel sticks, yeah. South Pacific plantain chips, mm. and they're healthy. They're not packed with GMOs. They're packed with. What about my bones, though? Your bones will really enjoy eating everything bagel sticks, BBQ kernels, and uh, our personal favorite uh, salted caramel pretzel pops. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I want to try it. You know, I want to try it, but I don't want to pay full price. Can anybody help me? I can, Justin. I will loan you some money. Oh, if you try no, Nature I- Box right now, you will get fifty percent off your first box. Uh, you just have to go to naturebox.com forward slash my brother. 50% off your first box. Like, there's a, a $30 box that I think contains 10 bags. I, I should know because I just ordered it. But 10 bags for 30 bucks, 50% off, $15. It's an it's amazing great. You can deal. choose your snacks and then they send you a new box every month. And you can, like, mix up the snacks. And they're delicious. They really are quite good. Naturebox.com slash my brother. And you get 50% off. Go. Uh, okay, now I'm full, but you know what else? I'm bored. Oh, God, you are a fucking super needy guy. Did I'm you know really that? Needy. You're like a child. You're basically. Fill my holes, industry. Oh, boy. Fill the holes in my we life, don't have capitalism. <laughs> Extreme Restraints have... is not advertising with us this episode. Your holes. Complete me as a person, your holes industry. Will remain vacant. Um, Justin, do you like television? What? Yeah, I guess I like television. I hate watching television because when is anything ever on? I don't know when anything's mm, on. I know. I'm paying for cable. It's a real pain in the old patootie. <laughs> That's the end. Next question. Our, our new secret fourth brother, Rosie O'Donnell, is <laughs> really making a splash on this episode. Well, here's I've the good news. A cooch ball just rocketed out of my monitor, and I had to dodge it the last second. So what you need to do is sign up for Hulu Plus. With Hulu Plus, uh, you get all the the episodes of current seasons of stuff like Family Guy, Parks and Recreation, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, uh, and in also like Community and South Park shows that you already love, and you can get them as new episodes come out. And you can watch them on the now f- fucking literally everything. Travis, sometimes you sound so much like a commercial. I think you must be reading something. But, like, you're not. You're just... You're just flipping it off the down. I'm just you're a just, fucking awesome salesman. You're, like, half commercial. And you can... Uh, they got original shows, right? There's a new one I saw a commercial for uh, while I was watching something else on Hulu called Deadbeat, which is about uh, a guy who smokes pot and can talk to ghosts. Is that dude, and, and it's that dude from uh, Reaper, who was, like, the best yes. part of that I show that Reaper. Guy. That short-lived show Reaper that he was the best part of. Uh, it's seven ninety nine uh, a month. And you can you can watch all these shows basically on any device that you want. But if you sign up now at HuluPlus.com slash my brother, all one word, uh, you will get two weeks of full access totally free. That is an extra week more than the standard demo period. And you will get that extra week on us really luxuriate in it. Uh, it's HuluPlus.com slash my brother. 
Hey, I'm Jesse Thorne from MaximumFun.org. Last year, we got together with some of our favorite comedians and musicians and put them on a boat. It was a huge success, and we had such a great time, we decided to do it again this summer. The second annual Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival sets sail on July 25th, though technically there are no sails. Comedians will include W. Kamau Bell, Karen Kilgariff, Greg Barrett, Moshe Kasher, Kyle Kinane, Natasha Leggero, and more. Our music night is hosted by the great John Roderick of The Long Winters, and you can check out Gene Gray and others. To learn more about the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival and to book your passage, visit boatparty.biz. The Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival. Comedy. Music. Shuffleboard. I have a coworker who I share my position with who daily talks about having sex. You can say it. It's fine. This is a safe space. Our show has a teen rating on iTunes, so we can say we can address these adult topics. Having sex with his girlfriend or before that, just random girls. I don't want to hear his dirty bird stories, (laughs) but he seems to delight in bragging. I have asked him to stop, but it only seems to make him enjoy it. Oh, God. How do I get him to to stop telling me about his late night escapades? And that's from Don't Talk About Your Genitalia in Australia. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. God, it seems like the solution's in the question. If only. If he enjoys it when you tell him not to talk about it, you gotta beg him to talk about it. Oh, Lord, tell me about How'd you go on? Tell me about how you used your penis again. Who did uh, you num- stick it to? <laughs> Number the veins, Carlton. Oh my God! <laughs> God! <laughs> Paint a picture in my mind with Number the v- details. Number the veins. Number the veins. <laughs> it was actually more upsetting to me that his name was Carlton. <laughs> that's quantify the throbbing, Carlton. <laughs> that is my favorite Lewis Lowry book. No. no. Is it not okay? Cannot. Will not. Should not. Um, You just gotta... I think Travis is so right. You have to beg for more details. No. There is no, like, no verbal picture he will paint for you that could ever be resplendent enough. You have to continue (laughs) to elicit adjectives from this man until he can adjectectivify no more. And when he's uh, done, when he finishes the story, he's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. You got to look at him like, and now I need you to really give it to her tonight and remember every detail. Really perform above and every- beyond, Carlton. Come in tomorrow and tell me everything. Bring bring a talk boy to the bedroom with you. Record your entire lovemaking session and then transcribe it so we can discuss tomorrow. I want a lot some- of pressure here, Carlton, but I'm looking at you to be my big champ. I want some Kinsey-ass fucking science, doc. I want to... I want you to quantify every ounce of fluid. <laughs> um, don't you if, don't you dare skip to the climax. Go, <laughs> if only there was some sort of position, some sort of position that we could invent right now that would exist inside of a corporate sort of structure um, that you could talk to and complain about your coworker who's talking about his jizz sessions on the daily. <laughs> if how only there was long- a per- like a like you know how there's like different positions like uh uh you know uh recep- receptionist and um you, um you know de- data management 
If only there was a position like that that was like jizz complaint receiver. <laughs> what about like, sex executioner? <laughs> like you're talking about the HR department. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Why haven't you yeah, done that? That's like the obvious. It's like I cut my arm wide open. What do I do? Like you go to a, a doctor or you put a band-aid. Like there's a thing to do now already. Now to be fair, to be fair, this person does not list what industry they are in. So it's quite possible that they exist in, in a business in which there is no HR department. There is no field, professional field, you can work in where this behavior is acceptable. Like none, except unless it's Dirty Story Boys, the Dirty Story Boy Company, Inc. Co. Where you only tell dirty stories mm -hmm. to other boys. <laughs> That is the only <laughs> business. If you have made and it is thriving, and it is fucking hopping. Our next sponsor is Dirty Story Boys. <laughs> if you're a dirty boy and you love dirty stories, come on down to Dirty Story Boys, where we are going to set you up with the dirtiest stories and the dirtiest boys. Every detail, number the veins, quantify the throbbing. Also, all your saltwater aquarium needs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we also have accessories. Come on down. We're branching Dirty off. Story Boys. I fucked this girl in college once, and it was real cool. That will be $10. <laughs> for what? What am I giving you $10 for? Man, if you want more, you got to pay more. You know what I mean? That was the $10 package. Adjective free, two sentences. That's what you get. Once I watched that showgirls movie and it had that lady from Saved by the Bell in it and I got my first boner, that will be $20. Because that was embarrassing. Because that was embarrassing. That's, called, was that's a celebrity private. story. That's a celeb porn story. <laughs> that was a celeb encounter. That's a special diamond package here at Dirty Boy Stories. That will be twenty. That's thirty dollars. I explain my business model to you, which is in one a way. <laughs> one time I saw Susan Sarandon taking a shower, but it turned out it was my aunt Diana who only looks like Susan Sarandon. That'll, That'll be a hundred dollars. You just got the Aunt Diana package. Uh, that, people love that. That's a very specific uh, audience, but they'll gobble it up. Yeah, sure. Dirty Story Boys. .mbmbam. They're going to give you your first story for free. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be instant. It won't be a great one. It won't be a, it won't be a top of the line It will not be one. good. Right. Just, it's going to be a bottom tier. You get a sampler. Uh, within the next month, I'm getting a new mm. boss. It was an internal hire outside my department, but I see my soon-to-be supervisor every now and then. I'm personable. I try to make small talk when I see him. How's it going? How are the kids? Nonsense like that. But he's not having it. I'm talking minimal answers. I don't want to be the best friends with the guy, but I would like to know we can get along in my workplace. Is there another way to gauge if gauge? Wow. Is there another way to gauge? <laughs> is there a gooch? Is there a gooch to work? If uh, Is there a gooch to see if we're going to work well together? Can I trick him into being my work pal, or is it already effed, and I should quit while I'm ahead? Ugh. Well, I mean, the obvious answer is some kind of whimsical buddy road trip. Some way you learn a lot about each other, but a lot about yourselves, too. Um, do a, a full New England Applebee's tour. Can you try to give him an organ? Like, does he need an organ, or maybe wants a backup organ? Or try to steal one of his organs and then like blackmail him to be friends with you to get it back. 
These are all that's pretty good. Tremendous suggestions. I can't, I don't I haven't worked in an office since I was fucking seventeen years old. So if you oh, right, if you would Jimmy Buffett Jesus if you would count it don't even mention that dude's name. Listen, everyone, it happened again. We ate a pound of shit from people by offending them. First, it was it was jugglers, and then it was Jimmy Buffett fans. We did it again. Didn't think that there was that big an I audience for that, but think apparently they prefer parrot heads. Uh, and also, I like Jimmy Buffett. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. What I'm is? Gonna, I'm going to do a live edition of Boat Drinks when we go to New York. Oh, so I'm gonna do. Somebody bring me a guitar. Yeah. So I can you do can do that drinks. during the Justin show. What I'm saying is, I don't think you can make anyone be your friend any, under any circumstances. Like especially if you're fucking working together. But why do you give a shit? Uh, well, here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust some knowledge that. In your question, you you gave me the hint. I need to solve this problem. When you say that you ask them how it's going and how are the kids and nonsense like that, that says to me that you're clearly not interested in his answers. You're just trying to gauge if he likes you or not. And that's going to come across as like really insincere. And that's not very likable. I would say you should be interested in him and ask questions you want to know the answers to. Travis is echoing the sentiments of Uncle Dale. Uh, Carnegie, that is, uh, the only way to make friends is to get genuinely, accent on that word there, interested in other people. If you're not actually interested and, and you're just like saying platitudes or, or idle chit-chat for chit-chat's sake, then it's not going to build uh, an actual relationship. you got to get actually interested in the guy. And if he's not, you know, if he's not interesting, then find something. Everybody's got something that's interesting about them. Find something, get interested in it, and that's the only real way to, to, to build a friendship like that. And then once you started that, then you drop some negs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. A few negs. One or two. And I mean, also keep in mind, he's your boss. Like, y- y- you don't have to be friends. Of course, everybody wants to be liked and everybody wants to be on good terms with people. But like, so you guys aren't like best friends going to see movies on the weekends together. So what? You're, you're, he's, he's your boss, and it's a professional relationship more than anything else, so that's probably okay. The, Just well, make the, sure he doesn't hate you. The only reason to be friends with your boss is so you can get away with more shit. And I well, think bosses, bosses know that full well. So their hearts are hardened. <laughs> you gotta yeah, break they're through. so cold and dead inside. You gotta genuinely like this guy first. You have to genuinely like this, this person and, and get actually actually interested in in this person uh but that's the only way that you're going to actually make a relationship if that's what you want to do um i don't know what to add to this no we nailed it okay. we like yeah i mean got um, it one uh y'all want a yahoo please uh this yahoo was sent in by drew davenport it is asked by and now that field isn't even loading Hey, Yahoo Answers, you did a great job on your website. You did a real good job. You brought in some real experts. It's like, a, it's like fucking healthcare.gov all over I again. I feel like all signs are pointing to us needing to abandon Yahoo Answers. Like, not only is Don't even fucking Yahoo joke about dropping that. the ball, but everybody decided that, like, oh, these are, like, every week I see, an, there was a guy on, like, BuzzFeed. This week, it's like, you'll love this guy's hilarious Yahoo Answers responses. Like, yeah, hi, is it 2010 again or no okay he's pretty late to the party this 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 field has been mined by uh, us 
by us. It's done. We straight. We came it. in. We gave the farmer ten dollars for the ore within his land, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, I've got ten dollars." And then we've taken all of it and left his fields fallow. <laughs> we salted the earth. Salted. Um, now, I mean, there's still people. There's some fucking shamans, some Yahoo shamans out there doing spiritual work, reviving, reviving the lands, the Mother Earth. Drew Davenport is a level six shaman, and he speaks directly to Comedy Gaia, and he gets a lot of product out of this this foul <laughs> ass he, field. Now, what do you find in this fallow ass field? Uh, thank you, Drew. I can't tell you who fucking asked it because this website won't load. So I'm gonna say it was asked by Drew Davenport, uh, who asks, <laughs> <clears throat> "Is stuffing shoes with socks noticeable? I stuff my shoes with socks daily to give me a bit of extra height." It's not uncomfortable walking, but sometimes I notice I walk like one of my legs are sore. It adds about two inches to my shoe height, making me almost 5'11 with shoes on. I always get the impression people are looking at me, and I am constantly looking behind me. My friend is about 5'8, and he uses regular insoles to make him 5'10. We are both 16. What? Uh, People noticed before, and I was so embarrassed they were mocking me for days in school, but despite this, I still do it. So what? I guess first of all, y- you you asked a question about whether it was noticeable, and then said people noticed it and made fun of you. So yes, What's uh, the, can someone on. walk me through the actual procedure? I'm having trouble parsing. What this. kind of shoes are you wearing? That there's an extra like two, two inches, inches in there. of space in there. <laughs> what kind not- of shoes are we talking about? This is obviously clown school, right? As it's Stompers School, Stompers University. When I when I put just like normal like arch support insoles in my shoes, I notice it's a little tight. That's like an eighth of an inch of material. Yeah, I don't know if this person's talking about wearing a lot of socks or if they just put the socks under where their foot goes in the shoe cavity, in the shoe in the shoe hole. I don't think this person knows how big an inch is. That's the only thing that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I have to imagine. Two inches? That's significant. That's Frankenstein shoes. Yeah. Are you, unless you have lifts, and those go, like, under the, sh- like, in the yeah. sole. I'm, special, I am special upset. Sho- it's the special shoes. <laughs> like Forrest Gump. Hey, do you guys remember Forrest Gump? <laughs> It's been a long time since America's consciousness has thought about that fool. Hey, time to re-release that on Blu-ray. Travis, I got something. Check this out. Okay. Check this out. Shrill. Nice. (laughs) I got one for you. How about that? Wait, hold on. I got one. I got no legs for us. Okay. Well, I don't get that one. My legs are gone. What is that? I'm a lieutenant. Oh. <laughs> I'm Lieutenant Daniel. <laughs> I'm Lieutenant Daniel. <laughs> Sergeant Daniel. Um, <laughs> the UK Forrest Gump that has a silent U in his name. Magic shoes. <laughs> Crocky. Get your magic shoes here, Gov. Seats taken, Gov. <laughs> I got boiled prawns. I got skewered fried prawns. Butter battered prawns. Jellied prawns. Salt caked prawns. Farm raised prawns.
prawns. Poached prawns. Come on, add to my prawning board, Fjorst. 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 Goomp. Oh, God. Can I tell you something about that movie? Can I tell you something about British Forest Gump? Sally Fields would <laughs> still be in it, and she would still be fucking transcendent. She would still be incredible. Oh, fuck me. Oh, man. Stupid Magic podcast. shoes, dumb show. Dumb, dumb, dumb show. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our uh, to our podcast. My brother, my brother, and me. We hope you had a good time. Some fun, some laughs. Um, thank you so much to people tweeting about the show with the MBMBAM hashtag like Jordan, Paul, Blistifer, Fenton's dad, BTA, Schmoozy, Sir Bunnington, uh, Louisa Heron, Don Chapel, uh, Comedy Podcasts, Sarah the Cat, Austin Grismore, and many, many others. Were you just uh, being generic? Were you being generic then and just like thanking comedy podcasts? No, that's an actual. We talked about comedy podcasts before. The Twitter account, Comedy Podcasts. Uh, thanks everybody who's already started sending in uh, emails and questions for the live shows. Although, uh, I would stress that when you send them in, don't just put question for the live show. We're doing three of them, people. Please specify which Please one you're specify going to which be one at. You're um, I want to thank John Roderick and Along Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Great little album, a lot of great tunes, a lot of great tracks. I suggest listening to track uh, four and six and nine are my personal favorites. Um, I want to remind everybody that uh, there are still plenty of uh, fantastic seats, or I guess cabins, available for the uh, for the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival at BoatParty.biz. Uh, they uh, had just announced that they added Tony Kamen, Carol Kolb, Guy Branham, and James Adamian. Adamian? That sounds right. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Uh, and th- they already had said that uh, Chris Fairbanks is going to be there, Mosh Kasher, Kyle Kinane, Morgan Murphy, like, and John Roderick, which you might remember from 30 seconds ago. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, there's going to be comedy and there's going to be music and it's going to make you really, really happy because you're going to set sail from Port Canaveral and spend three nights in the Bahamas, July 25th uh, and 28th. That's boatparty.biz. Sounds, sounds terrible. Who'd want to do that? Catch it. Bahamas. I want to say thanks again to our friends at Interbox um, where you can get a box of delicious snacks and you can get it your first order for 50% off if you go to naturebox.com slash brother. Even if you're not sure, even if you're like, man, I might not, go check it out and just look at the shit they offer. It's incredible. Also, big thanks to Hulu, where you can binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere. You can get that extended free trial of Hulu Plus. You can go to HuluPlus.com forward slash my brother. Griffin, do you have a last question? I do have a just sort of chew on. I have a final one that you can chew on, appropriate for reasons you'll understand here in a second. I'm just saying that what you just said is appropriate to the subject matter of the question. So. Kind of funny how life works out sometimes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is funny. This one was sent in by Jacob Locker. Thank you, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user Duncan, who asks, Is Jack Link's beef jerky bad for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. 
I'm Griffin. You said chew on it, and then beef jerky is like sort of a sinewy chew. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Cameron Esposito. I'm Rhea Butcher. I am Ricky Carmona. And we are the cast members, what, I don't know, podcastiness of Wham Bam Pal. That's an action sci-fi movie podcast you can find on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. And what do we do? News reviews and things you can use. Tons of things you can use. We break it down so it can forever be broken. Hilarious jokes. Plus, sometimes there's a dog in the studio. Sometimes there's a dog here. We'll see you in your earbuds.